Welcome to Balanced Pixels, a podcast where three friends from different walks of life share their love of video games and how they manage to fit all those pixels into their busy schedules. Trizzle, a super mom who does it all. Josh, a desert dweller with a love for sunshine. And Scully, a virtual builder who has her hands in all the cookies. Balanced Pixels is brought to you by Pokeballs, for when you just need to cram adorable creatures into cramped living spaces. Wow, that's really messed up. You're so cute. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> just can you imagine like the slamming, like those really, really big Pokemon, but like slamming them to that little lady ball. Like, get, get, no, get in there. A Gyarados? <laughs> Putting a Gyarados in a Pokeball? I'm just like, yeah. uh. My little Pokeball. <laughs> Poor thing. Right? Aww. Oh my Aww. goodness. I mean, sadness all of a sudden i know like i mean i get you know the whole tiny home you know thing <laughs> but i don't mm-hmm. think that's that's what those creatures are looking for no i do wonder what it's like inside a pokeball is it like, is it like i would think it'd be like poly pocket where it's actually much more like livable and awesome I mean, we're like all right showing my age again um in the 80s and 90s it's poly pocket and you like carry this little itty bitty toy in her little itty bitty fabulous living like mansion in your pocket and you pop it open and there she is like this grand living room or piano you know of course you like stickers and stuff like that but if it her and her friends and they're like no bigger than your fingernail at all i remember those actually and i was i my one of my friends when i was really really little had Poly pockets, and I used to be fascinated by them because it was like a little world within what? this thing. Maybe, maybe that's what pokeballs are. That they're I'm trying to think. That's what I'm trying to think about. Like trying to think of the positive, yeah. so I don't feel so inhumane collecting all these Pokemon and these itty bitty living spaces. And I'm kind of think that they have like this Poly Pocket sort of world, and it's yeah. like sunshine and lollipops until they get pulled out. And I say, Pikachu, he is a freaking rocket launcher. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but the good news is they actually all live in our phone now. Oh, seven hundred of them apparently there are now. <laughs> much like a lot of our internet friends, all on our phones. Yeah, as well. phone. <laughs> I hope it's spacious in there, you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm not, next time I call you Triz, I'm just going to be like, hello, can you let me out of here? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still resting, Scully. <laughs> There's a cool down, Scully. You got to sleep. I got to take you to Nurse Joy. You need some healing. <laughs> Don't make me go jigglypuff on you and put you to sleep, Scully. (laughs) Oh my god, I love jigglypuff. Uh, Oh gosh. All right, well, this episode is about a Pokemon game, but not one that I think most people on gaming podcasts would normally talk about. No, uh, this is this is about Pokemon Go. We're going to talk about Pokemon Go because we're OG hardcore. OG hardcore, oh, yeah. yes. Um, if, if I'm being I honest, this- I I waited my entire childhood and adult life to actually see a Pokemon in the real world. 
Yes. <laughs> like yes. through my phone, but still, like. Yeah. Oh my I god. I took so many pictures. I took so many pictures. Can you imagine? I'm in the middle of the Pacific Northwest, in the forest, in the mountains, in the trees, and there in front of me with the magic carp flopping all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so many fucking magic carps. Oh my god. <laughs> Today's weather be raining Maggie Carp and Plip Plips. Please bring your uh, rain shoes. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it though. But it's so true. Like, like we, I, I, I'm, was a diehard Pokemon fan Mm -hmm. in the like mid to late '90s as a kid, and um, was kind of, I guess, forced out of it when I got into my teenage years because mm. once I moved away from the military bases and into a tiny town, the tiny town was like, oh, Pokemon's not really that big of a deal. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what like, do you mean? Our teachers played it back on the military bases. Like, everybody what was like, what backwards town am I moving to? <laughs> I know, right? Like, nobody like collects the cards? No. So it kind of died off, but I've always had this love for it. And I've always been kind of like buying like 3DSs and like the Nintendo games and things because I never had the Game Boy as a kid. So, um, and then, and then all of a sudden in 2016, boom, they're in the real world. Just like that. Oh man. Oh my God. Can you imagine if Pokemon Go came out during peak pandemic? Oh my God. I wonder if it would have been that successful. I don't know about that i mean i know that when pokemon go was released a fucking whole new community like was born people who never heard of it or they parted like six degrees separation from their kids 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 cousins from girl scout camp two years ago they met um now sells girl scout cookies um they you know families are doing it all together and shoot i lost 20 pounds playing this game Walking, right? It brings people. Actually, it probably would not have been successful then if it did launch in the pandemic because they did shift the game, and we we can get to that too, like how it's adapted in the pandemic. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I'm thinking about like the crowds and the videos I've seen, and just the parks I've been at. Oh yeah. There's no oh. way that people would be in those crowds. During I know, the like, uh, when the big bosses came to a certain gym, there was, like, Pokemon, like, battles happening or meets. Yeah. I forgot what they were called Community when they went to the gym. Days. Community days, days. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Like, it was awesome. Like, sometimes I would go to them and I would see, like, some Team Mystic and, like, like shirts going on or just representing your team and... Um, the only reason why I remember it because I'm Team Mystic, and um, yeah, but it was really cool to see like people's wait, like, wait. husband, wives, kids, and all that good stuff. Are we all Team Mystic? I am. Are you? T- you you are too, Scully. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, yes. We're all Team Mystic. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I mean, it's kind of the best team. Like, I mean, it's, it's no wonder why we're friends. Yay, go Team Mystic. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I need to send you Team Mystic Pokemon Go stickers now. I have so many. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, but no, I remember um, when this came out, like, uh, I was just, like I said, I was so excited to actually, like, <laughs> have Pokemon in the real world with me, even though it was technically mm-hmm. on my phone. I was able to go out and, you know, catch Pokemon. I spent so much time at like outdoor malls, parks. There was one time I rode my my bike to a nearby park. Just so <laughs> I was like I was like, I could drive, but then I wouldn't technically get the steps in to hatch some eggs. Yeah. So I'm gonna yes. ride my bike. <laughs> 
I, oh my God. I think the longest walk I ever do was for a Gyarados though. Oh, oh my God. My the God. longest road. That was a long road. I remember staying almost an hour after work because my old store I was working at um, was a, a gym. Oh. And there was a T-Mobile next to me and they were, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, audience. Uh, what's the red team? Oh, I don't know Valor. what they were. Valor, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they were Team Valor. And it was one man against a whole team of T-Mobile people. So there'd be times after my shifts where I have to text my family, guys, guys, I'm battling my gym. I'll be home soon as possible. Yeah. Yes. So my kids were like, mom's late because she's defending her gym. But it was yeah. totally acceptable back then. It like in was. 2016, it was totally oh acceptable. <laughs> I feel justified for that. I know. I'm getting text messages back. Do you need help, mom? <laughs> Do you want us to come down there? Yeah, I know. Do you need backup? <laughs> it's like, no, I got, I got three customers who are mystic who are also going on with me. We're good. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh man. So should we go into a little bit? I guess I I can't imagine that anybody listening to this doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. But I guess we could go into a little bit of the background. Yeah. As a Some specs. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you like me to go ahead and, and do that? Party on, man. Go for yeah. it. Okay. All right. I'm looking at the notes here because, Skull, you got some <laughs> notes in here. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So Pokemon Go is uh, an augmented reality game or AR game, uh, although most people I don't think use the AR feature that much anymore, yeah. um, but it's a mobile it took game. took a lot of memory. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Drains battery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drains battery a lot. <laughs> I had to change my phones to continue playing this game. I wish I was lying, but I'm not. I had to <laughs> upgrade my phone. Battery. Yeah. Yes. I carried a battery pack with me that I had plugged into my phone on a regular basis. Oh my god, I love it so much. I had two. I still have the two. (laughs) (laughs) two I had a backup one. (laughs) I mean, it it was necessary. It was everybody did when you were out there at those community days. Oh yeah. Uh, But yeah, so it was uh, developed and published by Niantic in collaboration with Nintendo and the Pokemon Company for iOS and Android. And I believe it is also on the Samsung Galaxy Store now, too, like as an exclusive thing. Um, And for those who don't know, this is actually interesting. Niantic actually built this game off of a previous game that they had created in 2013 called Ingress, which I used to play that game quite a bit. (laughs) I played it. Did you too? Yeah. Okay, I'm see you're the, like literally like one of like two people now that I know that has played it besides me. <laughs> I, I love it. Like, okay. I was just like, wait a minute, why does this seem so familiar? And I was like, oh Ingress. <laughs> yeah. So Ingress is, is tough to d- describe, but essentially it's the same like location-based like mobile game. And so when I heard Niantic was making this, I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna build it off the Ingress platform. Like makes sense. Okay, cool. Um so yeah, so they it's part of the Pokemon franchise. Uh, let's see. Um, and it uses you know your phone's GPS to locate, capture, train, and battle virtual creatures called Pokemon. Uh, so the game is free to play, but obviously like every mobile game, it has a freemium business model. So there's um, you know in-game purchases that you can make, microtransactions, which I do want to talk about. Mm. Um, it's phenomenal, actually, how much these games make compared to like oh, typical yeah. video games. <laughs> I remember. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I remember before they announced Pokemon Go, uh, 
the company was like Nintendo was like dying out. They were like, what what are we gonna do to, you know, up yeah. our sales and everything? They were hurting. And then they announced Pokemon Go. And I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> and it was their first, mm-hmm. this is Nintendo's first, I think, official like entry into the mobile world. And then yeah. shortly after we got like the Mario run, the cart, and like uh Animal Crossing camp, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's 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 it definitely saved Nintendo, and not just in terms of like people buying stuff on Pokemon Go, but it totally reignited like Pokemon for every generation. Oh yeah, because um, it was just kind of fizzling out for a little while, and like little kids would play it, but like not not when Pokemon Go came out, it was full on grown adults that were playing this <laughs> they game. Were, I, remember, I remember seeing families and like. This mom sitting here with her son and going, no, no, honey, you gotta, you gotta do it like this. <laughs> Teaching yes. him how to throw the Pokeball, oh and I'm like, yes! yes. <laughs> my favorite was the, the grandparents. I would see, like, three generations. You have the grandkids, <gasps> the kids, and the grandparents. And, like, they were all at the park on community days playing, and the grandparents were like, to hear, like, an 80-year-old person jump up in joy and say, oh my god! got the jinx you know and and like because they were just so freaking i'll never forget that woman that would just yell because she got the jinx she wanted the jinx for some reason i don't know why she wanted jinx but she wanted it it's probably um, was jinx the um the like woman psychic pokemon with the long yes. hair and the the yeah. breasticles oh i i call it my 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 first trans pokemon um i call it i actually use pronouns on jinx oh, oh okay I don't know why. I just, I'm sorry. I, I just feel like I had to use pronouns with Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. They were just so, I like... Mean, like, is there... I never even thought of that. Did we have a trans Pokemon in the 90s? We didn't even know it? Because is there a male and a female Jinx? How does that... Usually there's male and female on every Pokemon. Jinx think... always reminded me of drag queens. That's why that's, I liked Jinx. That's why I said that. That's why I call them as yeah. their pronouns because they did remind me of drag queens. I was like, maybe they're trans. Honestly. Maybe. I mean, or maybe they're drag queens. Or maybe, I mean, I don't know. So I was like, I felt like at the time in 2016, I was already fucking like using they and them on Jinx. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I didn't for, know. for the true, longest time, I, I couldn't remember that the Pokemon's name was Jinx. I would just call it Queen. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, Clay. I was like, yeah. I want that queen Pokemon. And they're like, what? I was like, Jinx was a badass. I always liked Dude. Jinx anyway, but this grandma at the park really liked Jinx, I guess. like, Or she just was like fascinated by, I don't know. It was, I'm like, this woman probably didn't even pay attention to Pokemon in the 90s, but now it is a big deal. Yes. <laughs> and she is having a day with like her kids and grandkids catching Pokemon in a park yeah, out it in the became, suburbs. <laughs> it became a family thing and it was amazing. And it got people out of the house yes. and walking. Yes. Yeah. So much walking was happening. So much walking. <laughs> and the game, so the game originally launched with only 150 Pokemon too. So, and then now has, like I said earlier, around 700. But just those 150 was enough to like literally move the entire world out of its house. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Because I used to play Pokemon Go at, at when I was working at Disney. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <gasps> Girl, let me let me I, tell you my hack. Oh, though. I bet there's some. Good I got there. Disneyland b- badges. I just discovered I have <gasps> Disneyland badges still on my Pokemon decks. I just yeah. Okay, oh go on. Sorry, I Scully. Catch, I was so excited. I want to catch some Pokemon at Disney <laughs> next week. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay, so sorry, Scully. Go so, for it. Tell. Um, 
when you work at Disney, you end up walking a lot. So sometimes we would just leave Pokemon Go on in our back pockets. Oh. <laughs> and just do 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 through our shift, getting our steps in. And let me uh-huh. tell you, the trolley only moves at like, I think it's, I want to say it's like four miles per hour. And oh it's my God. just a little fast. It's like a, a brisk walking speed. So it thinks mm-hmm. you're walking. Yes. So oh my God. there were plenty of times where people would be sitting on the trolley with their Pokemon Go open being like, yes, hitting the Pokestops along the way. Oh my God. Oh, that's, that's so smart. Surface. Oh, wow. It's great. Those slow moving attractions are perfect for getting your steps in. That is so perfect. Oh my gosh. Uh, I Oh my god, that's so awesome. Um, okay, so let's go backtrack for a second. Jinx is a female. However, though, if you read its description, they use a lot of they, them, their, like, proper pronouns. Oh. No. So, even though it identifies as a female, they use a lot of proper pronouns. I kind of really love that. Anyway, so go yeah. on. Disneyland. They were, they were normalizing just, you know, pronouns and uh, yeah. them. Back when we were kids, and they didn't even know it. See that? That's why we're better. That's awesome. See, teaching today's youth yes. how to use it correctly. Yeah. Also, <laughs> inclusivity. Very sad note. Um, when Bugs Land closed, oh, no. uh, uh-huh. I was working Red Car Trolley because that was my second attraction. Then it became my only attraction because um, I closed. I was on the closing team for Bugs Land. Um, <laughs> it was very bittersweet. Saying goodbye, I bet. but. The Pokestops were still there. <gasps> oh. And oh. yeah, so when we take the trolley back siege to the barn and stuff like that, um, you know, you could hit the, uh, the, I want to say it was tuck and roll. Yeah, it was tuck and roll's uh, driving buggies. That was a Pokestop. So we could still hit that Pokestop back there. Oh and my gosh. You could still, you could still, I think you could still get flyers in Francis Ladybug's boogie if you oh walked gosh. up to the wall. Oh my <laughs> The construction wall. You just walk right up to that wall, like, do, do, do. You might be able to now, actually. Well, wait, no, they're, are they gone? Did they change those? I haven't checked yet. So next oh. time, next time I'm in California Adventure, we're going to Marvel Land. Well, it's not a Marvel Land; it's Avengers Campus. Um, oh. And I'm pulling out Pokemon Go to see if the stops have changed. <laughs> I wish I can be with you guys. Definitely. Oh my god, you have no idea how bad I need a Disneyland visit with my friends right now, with my family, right? with you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the swipe on Pokemon. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so so back to Pokemon, though. This actually kind of sort of sparked a little bit of an idea um, back when I don't know if you guys remember when Google Maps featured uh, P- little PNGs of Pokemon on Google Maps. You could just click and collect them. Um, oh, it was gosh, April no. Fool's Day thing back in like 2014. Okay. Um, and like it took off. And so it kind of caught the attention of like the, the head honchos of the Pokemon company. And I think Niantic's like idea was already still kind of in development a little bit, or like the, it was kind of festering a little bit. So, um, so yeah, it, it basically that's kind of where this started. It was like a Google Maps thing where people were like, "Oh shoot, like there might be something here to this. Like maybe we can make a game out of this." Mm-hmm. Um, so in March of 2016, the beta version was actually launched in Japan and a few other countries. 
and then it was launched first, though, in the U.S. and Australia only in on oh. July 6th, 2016, which I was in Japan during that time. So excited <laughs> to be able to play this freaking game, and that's not why I went to Japan. We just happened happened to be there on vacation. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I were so freaking excited. I think I mentioned this at the end of the last episode too. Like we were so excited about like getting into Pokemon Go in the homeland of Pokemon. We were in Tokyo on our way to Kyoto, and then we we're gonna head back to Tokyo. And like we're on the bullet train, we're like, oh my god, we're gonna hit so many stops. Nothing. Empty map. Not oh, a single no. Pokemon. Oh, and we because we had downloaded it or we pre we signed up for it. I think back like when we were still in the states, and then it just like automatically downloaded when we were out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we had to wait till like you know a week after. <laughs> and <laughs> by then it was this huge thing. You know, by the time we landed in LAX, like everybody was playing Pokemon Go, and we're trying to play catch up. So yeah. Oh man. But. I mean, it's not all that bad. I mean, it's, I, just, I still got to go to a Pokemon Center. I just didn't get to go to catch any Pokemon there. <laughs> right. But the cool thing is we all have, like, me- like really good memories of chasing after Pokemon. And, you know, um, don't ask me how I twisted my ankle chasing after a certain Pokemon in Paris. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, poor Josh is chasing after Pokemon that don't exist in Japan just yet. But I think like, <laughs> but I think it's like the the cool thing is about this game. Um, it brought a lot of families together. Um, we all have different memories during this like peak Pokemon Go time, and I think it clearly opened the door for like other Pokemon games that came out in the future. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right because like. Even like uh, the the Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond games that just came out, which I could not wait. I downloaded like immediately last week when they came out. Um, like I don't think these games would have as much buzz, and I don't think the whole world of Pokemon, the number of trading cards and how they get sold out and scalped so fast now. I feel like this is all sort of started after 2016 when Pokemon Go came out, and it kind of like re-sparked all of that like excitement around it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when the game came out, apparently, I don't have any exact numbers, but it, it basically within one week, you know, you would start seeing dozens, and then in a few weeks, you'd start seeing hundreds of people gathering at parks and places like that. Um, it, like you said, Tris, it just it brought everybody out. I, and oh yeah. I, the, the only there were some little issues with it earlier on even with like as popular as it was people that lived in rural areas and i remember this when i went back to upstate new york it was a ghost town for pokemon go yeah you, you could not find any pokemon or stops or anything mm-hmm. so they fixed that since then but i remember that being a really big issue in the beginning uh, and then certain Pokemon were also exclusive to certain areas of the world, which they adjusted that a little bit too. Because I'm a little okay. I am sorry. I'm a little bitter about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, really? Okay, <laughs> you like, understand? How hard I worked for that. You don't understand. I I was in Paris, and you know how hard I looked for a Mister Mime that was only European spawn. Yeah, I, and I earned it. And I was like, hell yeah. And then yeah. I did the same thing with Japan. I earned the one that was. So I took like efforts to look region specific Pokemon, including here in the United States, because there were some Pokemon that we can only get here in the West Coast. 
once so you can only find the southwest yeah. and only once you can find the east coast you know so i thought that was actually really cool because it represented um the pokemon regions um where they came from and where we came from and yeah. so that was really cool for a while and i was like hell yeah look at that. i got the rarest pokemon because i live in seattle and i found a pokemon that only you know uh shows up in europe only shows up in japan but i understand though josh um like you said that when they released it though it allowed everybody to earn these exclusive pokemon that you're only able to get if you were like in that area yeah. so i was yeah i i was conflicted i was like kind of like w2f and followed by okay cool cool i understand not everybody is uh lucky like we are to be able to travel to find these exclusive ones you know yeah but all i gotta say is i did earn them before they got released into the world <laughs> also wait so i don't have a mr mime i just looked it up what the heck uh oh. is he still exclusive to europe and is it no all of europe or is it just no France? uh uh so he was ex uh at the time, um, I did not see him in London, so definitely in France. He was definitely like European mainland based. Okay. Uh, um, definitely in Paris is where I saw him a lot. And okay. I think there was like another Pokemon that was also region specific as well. Um, yeah, but Mr. Mind was released. Uh, there was like a, they were like they were doing waves where they were released specific, like specific uh, mm. regional Pokemon. Like during events, I don't know. Like I don't know. They released all of them, certain specific ones to like the whole general population, and they kept some region specific Pokemon, oh, yeah. which would be kind of cool. Like they they released like yeah. their their C their B C teams, their bench warmers, <laughs> but for like their prime Pokemon from certain specific like regions, maybe they just kept it locked. Oh yeah, I know you could hatch some of them too, because one of my friends hatched a Mr. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, and it's super yeah. rare. And I was like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember a lot of hacking was happening. They changed, like, I think what it was that they changed their zip code to allow them oh. to have access. Yeah, there was there something was, really... I, there I were apps. Get... Oh, there were. There were yeah. apps. People oh. were making apps oh, specifically right. for changing yes. your location. And you could move yep. <laughs> your character in the uh in the uh the thing. And it actually I remember was like correctly an too, overlay. it was a good way to get banned from the game. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah if you got, got caught got down quick. <laughs> I downloaded it because I was curious. I was like, how are they doing this? And right? I checked it out and it acts as like an overlay on the app. And you've got this little joystick oh. and you can move your character around. And I was like, oh, <laughs> So, yeah. uh, morbid, that's morbid curiosity I, I, here. I was like, oh, yeah, I no. might get banned I mean, for this, but I want to know. <laughs> yeah, well, and I've, I always wondered how it worked too. Like, I didn't know that's what it did because, like, yeah. I, there's been like times where, like, I've been at, like, when this was really, like, when it first came out. I remember at the company I worked at, this very respectable company. Um, but granted, like, there was a bunch of us that were nerds and worked there. Uh, it, uh -huh. it got like really competitive like we had full-on slack channels like in our work communication for each team oh. and you would join like mystic and whatever and like the ceo like the, the c-suite like they were involved in it too like they would get in <laughs> on it you'd see them like you know going out with employees and like you know battling at gyms and stuff like everybody was into it that is so um, cool <laughs> 
Yeah, but like if you were in the office, like it kind of forced you to get out and like take a break and walk around the building because oh, if yeah. you're in the office, you couldn't get there. And there's so many times I, I like wanted to get to the gym, but didn't want to leave my desk or couldn't because I was too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I just I just want to swipe on the gym real quick. I'm like, oh, that overlay thing would be really helpful. But yeah, we just oh, yeah. ended up walking anyway. There was a, a time where I was uh, when I was working at Disney, there is a parking lot across the street that most of the time uh, it's open for cast member parking. So you can walk to and from uh, work without having to take a shuttle in. Oh, nice. So, And the Disneyland sign where the shuttles come into the park is actually a gym. And you'd be sitting there at the at the uh, waiting for the crosswalk, you know, and you're literally right underneath the gym. So you're just like battling Pokemon while you're waiting to cross the street. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I used to just park there so I could uh, swipe on the gym and then swipe on the Poke Stops along the way to the (laughs) parking lot because there were like three or four of them. Oh man! Yeah. That's how much it changed my routine. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it did. It changed all of our routines. It like did. getting going out and getting coffee like during lunchtime was like a must because there was a pokey stop at the um the coffee shop that I would go to. And I mean, again, very respectable business people, North Scottsdale, Arizona, very bougie place, older people. They're playing Pokemon Go. They're catching Pokemon and they're showing you the Pokemon they're catching while you're. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> texting <laughs> girlfriends, going, "Hey, have you done your walk yet?" And they're like, "You want to go Pokemon hunting?" I'm like, "Hell, hell yeah!" So <laughs> I remember doing walking, you know, their typical walking for you know exercise and coffee dates because of Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, I yeah. really miss. Actually, I started thinking about it. I kind of really miss peak Pokemon Go session because. It was so so much fun. Everybody got out, especially after the past like two years. It's like, oh my God, remember when like hundreds of people used to gather at a park or like you'd see crowds of people outdoors like playing a video game or a mobile game? Like, oh. I know. Everyone's all comparing steps. It's like, no, I got this many, I hatched this many Pokemon instead. My my manager before I worked for Disney, uh, she was playing Pokemon Go. She's also a family friend. Hi, Donna, if you ever listen to this. Um, (laughs) And she was really into Pokemon Go. And she would, uh, you know, she would uh, catch Pokemon in her office sometimes. And she would even like, even some of the kids are like, Oh, Donna, guess what I got? I got this Pokemon. And she's like, oh, cool. She's like, I've got one of these. Because she she owned a tutoring company. So it's like, it was just so cute seeing her, like, you know, so into Pokemon Go. And I was like, wow. Amazing. (laughs) It It normalized Pokemon. Because when I was a kid in the 90s, it was, I mean, there was a moment in the 90s where people were like, it's, you know, you had the the crazy, like, evangelical people being like, it's the devil's work and it's blah, blah, blah. And I, I, like, I remember at least in the Southeast, there was like a little phase where Pokemon was evil. Oh, my God. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. um, and like, but then it was just, it was very much a kid's thing. It was a kid's thing, you know. And then, like, when I moved into that small town, you know, I was a teenager but like teenagers back in you know Kentucky were still playing it but teenagers in New York upstate New York were and it was just like 
it was looked at as like a little kid thing, right? Like, oh no, we don't play cards, Pokemon cards anymore. You know, we don't play the trade. I'm like, you guys don't meet up at your Burger King on the weekends and like play Pokemon like with your cards. Like, what? Uh-huh. Um, but like Pokemon Go, like totally just normalized it. It just oh, put mm-hmm. these things in everybody's pocket, and everybody was just like, oh, okay, this is what we need. <laughs> like, yep. I'm okay with this. <laughs> oh man, this game was so good. It, okay. Side note, this game won a lot of awards, and I did not write them all down, but some of them that are worth mentioning are the uh, BAFTA Games Award for Mobile and Handheld, and the Game Award for Best Family Game. A real a family yeah it is it brought it brought families together. Right like, I must agree. Oh yeah. yeah. So it it really won a lot of awards, which is surprising for like you know a mobile game but it's also pokemon which is you know something a lot of people grew up with Mm -hmm. yeah i remember watching the original pokemon anime (laughs) oh i do too i i remember every morning (laughs) uh, i think i was babysitting kids watching pokemon go or pokemon whatever (laughs) Who's that Pokemon? I did. I lived it with you guys, even though I was getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I was getting paid to live this, but I lived it. (laughs) I lived it. I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yep. No shame, (laughs) y'all. Okay. So this is this is something I do want to talk about because um, as I was like going into like the actual downloads and the number of people and the amount of money this game has generated. Um, it kind of like, you know, when we talk about like balanced pixels and we're talking about video games and balancing life, like there's nothing easier to balance in your life than a mobile game, right? Like it's, it's just there. It's easy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we kind of like a lot of us in the gaming community, a lot of us like hardcore gamers that play on PCs or consoles, like we usually like dismiss mobile games Mm -hmm. as like a, you know, like it's just something that like, you know, my grandparents play or like, you know, some kid plays on an iPad when the parent doesn't want to pay attention you know, for a little bit, you know, needs a break. <laughs> um, but, you know, the reality is like Pokemon Go has had over 1 billion downloads since 2016. 1 billion. And to put that in contrast with the most popular console game ever, multi-platform, most popular console game, Minecraft, only had has, I should say, 238 million downloads and sales. So, I mean, you're talking about like console games like Grand Theft Auto V, 155 million, Super Mario Brothers, 58 million copies sold. Granted, these are games that actually cost money and the mobile games often are free to download, but, you know, still you're reaching a billion people. (laughs) So. Um, and even games like, uh, let's see, uh, PUBG Mobile, 1 billion downloads. Mobile Legends Bang Bang, 1 billion downloads. Subway Surfers, a billion downloads. Clash of Clans, 600 million. It's like, it, it's these numbers are unbelievable. And no. yeah, they might be free to download, but just in 2020 during the pandemic, and this is so crazy... Pokemon Go, they adjusted the game the game a little bit so like uh, you know the the you could play at home a little easier. So decreasing the distance to hatch eggs, a bigger radius to gyms, things like that. Pokemon Go Niantic brought in 1.92 billion dollars in sales during 2020. Oh, oh my goodness! My God, 
Bethesda's never seen numbers like that, you know? Like, <laughs> no. I mean, you think about it and you're like, damn, this is a mobile game. Even though it's free, they still brought in 1.92 billion in sales mm -hmm. for these little tiny transactions. And it's not like they're draining people's wallet. I mean, unless you're careless, but like, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's easy to say, okay, I'll spend five bucks here and you get a pretty good amount of stuff to help you out, yeah. you know, and, and, and then maybe you go another month or two and you don't buy anything for it. Oh, yeah. There were some times where I bought some uh, Pokeballs because I was like, I'm out and I don't have any Pokestops nearby. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yes. Yeah. That was me in upstate New York before they adjusted it <laughs> to actually have stops and uh, Pokemon out there. Yeah, I won't lie. I actually invested in some microtransactions as well. I mean, not nearly as much as I do on the Atomic Stop or Red Dead Online, <laughs> but I still gave them some of my money. Damn. No shame. I was, nope. you know, at the time, though, like when I did it, I was like deeply invested in this game. I was always playing it and I justified it as this improved my way of life. And also because I was running out of balls, um, especially <laughs> when they had that big gym community day, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. I was like, yes, I need it. I'm ready. I, I need this Pokemon. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, some of that money they reported. It was some of mine. I was in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, same here. I, I definitely dumped a, a little bit into probably since 2016. I would say I dumped probably a hundred dollars into the game. Yeah, um, that sounds oh, yeah. about reasonable for mine too. But I mean, think about like how long the game's been out and how much I played it, how much it brought how, us all together. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a hundred dollars, but you think about like how much you. Yeah, it just it's justified. Again, we're video gamers. We uh, we pick and choose our microtransactions. We hate it. It's a way of life. But at the same time, if it improves our pleasure in a way of life and playing video games, including mobile games such as Pokemon Go, there's no wrong. As long as you can afford it. As long as you're, you know, whatever. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah it's, and, and I, you know, the way I look at it, too, is like, you know, okay, since 2016, I spent less than I would on two console games for this mobile game that, like, brought my coworkers and I together, my friends mm -hmm. together, people I didn't even know out at the parks, you know, during, you know, the community days and like, yeah. so, I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I think it's uh, like, I don't hate it. I, don't, I no. don't hate the fact that I spent that money on it because it also, to me, it's like they put so much work into this game right? and they, you know, there has been some controversy around it, um, which I guess we can get to in a sec here, but like overall it's been pretty good and they put a lot of effort into it like i oh, like yeah. kind of throwing the developers and designers some money to like fund mm -hmm. for you know future endeavors like this oh, yeah. and guys right. they kept the same composer for all of the uh pokemon stuff like the tv shows and stuff like that he came oh, back for wait, the mobile the same game one? it is the same Shut composer up. Yeah, I um, love it. Oh, yay! Him. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to pronounce the name to save my life, though. Josh, Janichi Masuda, Janichi Masuda. I think. I don't know. Okay, I didn't know it was the same composer. You're kidding! Yeah. I uh, I did a Google search and I looked him up, and it was like, oh, TV shows like Pokemon, Pokemon Black and White, Adventures in Unova, and I was like, what? And he's listed for like some of the games too holy cow and i was like oh my That's, god no one sounds so good <laughs> i was like i guess once you've got like an iconic like tune and soundtrack for your brand you stick with that <laughs> which is great yeah. <laughs> 
Well, and <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of goes with like Japanese game developers too, right? Like they find something that works really well and they'll stick with it. And Pokemon and the Pokemon company has definitely been like that.、Um, for them to get into mobile games is huge, right? But hey, they stuck to the same composer. I mean, dang. Exactly. I was like, oh my God. All about、wow. consistency. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because it's, it's nostalgic.、Oh, yeah. When even millennials opening that up, it's like, I'm back in 1997. Like, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the most recent game he worked on was Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. That's the one that came out last week. Yep. <laughs> Holy crap, he's still doing it. He's still、yeah. doing it. I'm like looking at all this stuff going, oh my God. Wow. Jeez. That's amazing. Well, okay, so there is a little bit of controversy with this game, which I thought. Was interesting. Some of this I'd forgotten about because I guess they fixed it so fast. Like, it's just is like a blip on the radar, and there's so much happiness with the game that we were just like, nah.、Uh, but there was a time in the beginning where a few hackers were overloading servers.、Uh, it shut down the game for a couple days, and I, th- I vaguely remember that. Like, it was the, the service was really like spotty、uh, for a few days.、Um, <clears throat> There were some controversy or concerns, I should say, with some countries and governments,、uh, particularly Iran was one. I think it's still blocked in Iran, but they、Whoa. didn't like that the GPS tracking features were a thing. And it's like, well, your GPS on your, like, learn how a phone works, first of all. It's、oh, the GPS is always tracking you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, like, what is the Pokemon company going to do with this? Come on.、Um, So, yeah,、uh, but、uh, it, it was also banned in the Pentagon.、Um, <laughs> <What> ? <laughs> yeah, so the Pentagon, you know, the massive fortress of security for our country in、right. Washington, D.C.、Yeah. Uh, uh, th- because the game was going off of like just landmarks in general from Google Maps,、um, it, it automatically made a gym location. In the Pentagon. Oh no. And, oh no. Yeah. And this was something that happened quite frequently, like with churches, memorials, things like that. And like people would be crowding around these really sensitive sacred areas and they're like, oh, oops.、Um, one of the parks I was at is actually a, a riparian preserve. So it's like a, it,、uh, that's a bird like pr- preservation. And crowds were interfering in certain areas with the birds. So those spots ended up getting removed. But at the Pentagon, Uh, it was very quickly removed.、Um, and then also, there was a new rule banning every employee from playing the game in the <laughs> Pentagon. <laughs> Could you imagine the president's like, I don't want to go to the Pentagon. I can't play Pokemon Go. <laughs> They took the gym away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how am I supposed to defend my team's honor? Can you imagine as soon as they heard the news and the gym was there, who was like to meet that deadline? Like, you have to be, get rid of your phone, the game by this time and date. Can you imagine like the last minute battles of trying to take over that gym to be the forever holding? Yes. <laughs> like,、oh、I want to be the last team. <laughs> All right. The poor person that got kicked out of the, working at the Pentagon. So,、yeah. why were you fired from the Pentagon? The Pokemon. <laughs>、oh, so, why were you fired from Pokemon?、Uh, I was defending my gym, Team Mystic from Team Valor. It was a hard, long, long battle. And so, I had to defend the honor. Oh, okay, so that shows loyalty. Awesome. So you're high. <laughs> <You're hired. laughs>、oh, also, we've got to stop in our, our coffee shop. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Team Mystics, welcome here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's always, you know, it's really fun to find out、uh, someone's Harry Potter house, like their Hogwarts house, versus their 
uh, Pokemon team. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Okay. So, yeah, the Harry Potter version of this of this right? whole premise, right? It was it was so funny how many people oh, yeah. I knew that uh, got sorted into Gryffindor that chose Valor, and I was like, mm, what? what? I wonder. <laughs> What? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm primarily a Ravenclaw, and I chose Team Mystic. Yeah. I'm Ravenclaw too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember. I so I did so so that's I I did have is it the Wizarding World? What, what was the Harry Potter version of this? I, I I don't know, but I had it too. Yeah, I downloaded it, and unfortunately, and they're they are actually shutting that game down. Aww. Oh, really? Well, it didn't do as good. It didn't yeah. do as well. I remember downloading it with my uh, Girl Scout troop. Yes, I'm a Girl Scout troop leader. But anyway, um, <laughs> we downloaded that game during our massive National G- uh, Park adventure. But oh. um, Pokemon Go ended up being the winner of that game. And it actually, Niantic also played, uh, also created that game, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. so yes, it was Warner Brothers and Niantic that created the Harry Potter one. And then their Nintendo also created another one with them, the Pikmin game. I think it's Pikmin. Right? Oh, I think so, yeah. Um I think that just came out like recently. Is that um, the one that have like these walking little tiny radishes or something? Yes. Yeah. I've seen the commercials about- for it. It's so cute. Okay, okay, so it is that game. I was like, I would I I mean I have I, I know what it is, I acknowledge the game and I'm like oh like a lot like Pokemon Go that that kind of the basis I'm like but when I first saw I was like why is there walking radishes (laughs) (laughs) there's like a big following for this but yeah I don't know oh Pikmin Bloom is that what it's called yeah Niantic yeah oh it doesn't have very oh there's a lot of bad readings ooh Uh-oh. Just stick with your Pokemon people. Yeah. Break yeah, out your Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Just stay with them. Yeah, stay with them. I don't, I don't know if anything is going to be able to compete with Pokemon. I think it's just like the perfect time and the perfect mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. moment. Oh, yeah. And the fact that they started with 150, um, you know, I've heard some people say like it, it sounds more feasible at launch to be introduced into the world of Pokemon because a lot of these people have never even learned about Pokemon before, yeah. like these older generations. So. Starting with the 150, like we did back in the 90s, and then now working their way up to the 700, you know, a couple years later, it's, you know, it worked out really well. Oh, yeah. I'd honestly, I'd love to see more games utilize that kind of uh, style on their mobile platforms. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, like, having a Fallout game that was mobile like this, where you go around to different oh. areas and Oh, even better if it connected to your like you know an actual Fallout game. You're like you put a marker down. You're like this is where I'm going to put my settlement in yeah. this area, and you log into your game. It connects to that, and you can build your little fortress or whatnot. That would be amazing. That would be so cool. Probably very expensive to make. <laughs> and oh yeah, I mean, yeah, Bethesda's got a lot of money from the Atomic Shop. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they're still trying to play catch up from their. Uh, their horrible launch. launch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was there was a Walking Dead game. I don't know if it's still out, but it's the same premise. Niantic, I don't think, created it, but uh, it was a Walking Dead game, just like this. You were basically fighting zombies and stuff like that, and there were zombies on the map. Um, and so, I mean, you could do, like, a Fallout-style type of thing like that with, like, just Fallout creatures and stuff, you know? And it was actually really fun. The Walking Dead one was fun, but it was a little oh, yeah. too creepy. Uh, I wanted my cute Pokemon uh, oh. instead. So, <laughs> right? 
Wait, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> you were you were going on on a really good tangent, and all I could think of was my bladder. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, we just paused the recording because oh, sure. a little <laughs> pain, a little pain came up on my phone from the group chat, and this was like, "I'll be right back. I gotta go." <laughs> Oh my god! I just I can't believe we're gonna put this up. Fuck it, we're keeping this on the podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Staying in the Keep episode. It. This is great. I'm like frantically scrolling through my notes. Like, where did I? What was I supposed to say? Like, thirty seconds ago. We totally had a good time. Oh I, I forgot how much joy this game brought me. So I'm just like I'm reliving the happiness right now. And God knows we need Damn. all. Right? Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, and, and I, like the thing is, like I I don't know. I. I I kind of want to get back into it, but the weirdness of like the way I become becoming like this hermit during the yeah. pandemic, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to public areas with a lot of people still. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I so, get that. Like, I mean, I can play fortunately from literally my living room and there's quite a bit to do because the game's mm-hmm. still like adjusted a little bit for the pandemic, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's better if you actually get out and walk oh, <laughs> right <man>. now. <laughs> I should probably I mean, do that in my neighborhood. Just walk. I, I know. I mean, there's a there's a Pokemon gym battle happening um, in about twelve minutes, but it's Team Mystic, so I'm good. Oh, is there? Oh, what is the gym near me? Oh, there's a Squirtle nearby. But I should play. Um, oh no, it's oh, it's Valor owns it. Well, oh, and it's gross. one Pokemon there. I might be claiming that in a few minutes after we're done. <laughs> we're all looking I at, love our, it. at our at our apps like, uh huh. I forgot my phone. I have a new phone now that my phone can actually keep up with Pokemon Go. You know, because I think yeah. when I, I had like the, the newer the newer iPhones, the AR yes. version mm-hmm. of the phone, like it'll actually have the Pokemon Go behind tables and objects sometimes. <gasps> yes, it's oh my god, pretty so, phenomenal. I have some photos of um like different various Pokemon like in. Um, I only took photos of the AR when somewhere really epic that from my own uh, memory bank, not to show off. So please don't take this as me flexing hard. But I like, you know, I had um, a couple of Pokemon pictures in front of the loop because they decided to show up in the middle of some historical building or I had some in line at Disneyland, you know, Disneyland as well. Yes. So. Um, but I do have my favorite ones though. They're like laying next to my sleeping cats or dogs. So that's always a fun one too. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I don't know if I, oh my God. What? I'm looking through my Google photos. I just look like search for Pokemon in my Google photos. I don't have any cool AR photos, mm-hmm. but I just found a photo of a Dragonite that I caught on the Google maps version from 2014. <gasps> Wow, memories. Yeah, like it's there. What was I using? What phone was I even using then? Was it a flip phone? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think it it was like an old Android phone. But yeah, that was was the origins that we were talking about earlier of this kind of idea in Spark. That's so cool. I I wish I actually was part of that like beta run because I tried to like be part of a beta run of most video games. But... That's so cool. Gosh, I'm so jealous because <laughs> I remember hearing about it. And because when you brought it up, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember that. Now I'm kind of like, damn, should have been a part of that. <laughs> I wonder if they'll bring it back for like another April Fool's thing or something. That'd be cool. Like, I'm sure it's April Fool's. Mm-hmm. But, That's um, cool. But the other thing, I think one last thing I like to note, too, is like 
that that dream of like bringing Pokemon into our like world or whatever as a kid, like not only did they do that, but they did it with like like the quality and the 3D rendering of these Pokemon is mm-hmm. like right. super spot on and realistic, like to the actual cartoon. And like, I mean, even as a kid, I would have just imagined the pixelated ones from the Game Boy, you know, <laughs> or like, you oh. know, the watercolor painting ones, you know, from like mm-hmm. the guidebooks. But to yeah. actually see these like 3D renders it, that it's like, holy, and they're life size. They're life size right. when they're in the AR mode. And you're just like, oh my God. Don't get me started mm-hmm. on like the holiday Pokemon. I have oh I have like I think, yeah. three Pikachus with witch hats. And I'm just like, oh. never giving these Pikachus up. Oh never. my god. They're so oh. cute. No, yeah. I always keep one. I I there's I try to keep one of each. I like uh I usually aim to keep two of each type, one for defense and one for attack. Yeah, I have a behind. Oh. You Ooh, know, strategy. I t- yeah, I like I told you, man. I was totally involved in this game, and oh, yeah, <laughs> it was bad. I just collected the suckers. I like I'm terrible at battling. That's the thing too. I don't. Do you? Did you guys battle a lot, or like? Because I I really didn't. Like I was mostly collecting, and then just like feeding other people's Pokemon berries at the gym that Team Mystic had. That was most of what I did. I only battled in the gyms. I haven't done like the uh, player, like, you know, you can battle your friends and stuff like that. I haven't yeah. done that yet. Oh, wait, no. Okay. I think I tried it once with a couple of coworkers and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I, I've i never done it. I've never done the player to player battle because um, it was my coworkers and, and they had much higher level Pokemon. And I was like, I don't stand a chance. So no. But there's that Ed Sheeran myth again. Another Ed Sheeran balloon is flying over. <laughs> Ed Sheeran? I, I just cool. made seeing team, I've seen Team Rocket. I want an Ed Sheeran balloon. Yeah. It's like a purple balloon with a little purple box. And then when you tap on it, it's like Ed Sheeran and Pokemon. And it's, which is crazy that, you know, Ed Sheeran and Pokemon in 2021 are a thing like right? never would i have thought that <laughs> oh um oh who is it uh post malone also did a thing with pokemon oh yeah yeah on twitch yep. too and i was like what <laughs> yeah i do oh remember my God. that yeah i was like look at you i wouldn't have guessed you you liked pokemon <laughs> <laughs> It knows no bounds, this game. None. It has broken down every, like, type of barrier and, and, uh, oh, oh, I'm having a brain fart and I can't think of the word. Oh. Um, Not assumption, but stereotype of people. (laughs) Yeah. It's like breaking down those stereotypes. Yeah, it's it's so weird when you see someone like you wouldn't expect playing Pokemon like my like my old boss Donna. I would never would have expected her to be playing Pokemon Go, and she, there she was yeah. in her office catching Pokemon, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, and enjoying it, and enjoying it. It's not yeah. like like playing this because like you know they're doing it like well you know my kids play it, so I just thought no, they're like uh-huh. oh my kids got me into this and I can't stop playing, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, and even the gas stations around here still, like, they just put up new Pokemon Go big, big stickers on, like, the Circle Ks. Yeah, um, like, this is a Pokemon Go gem or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is so, so cute. 
still to, in 2021. Like this game ain't going anywhere for a long time. Oh yeah. Another yeah. thing about mobile games: these suckers last a lot longer than console games. Dude, yeah. dude, yeah. Because you're so, right. It's so easy when you you know you get a new phone and you're upgrading. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. still use all of those mobile apps and games. It's very rare I mean, when you can't. They, they just run better. Yes, yeah. yes. They just mm. get better. Like the AR. Now your Pokemon mm-hmm. can go behind a couch, a chair, a counter, you know, like and like actually interact with your environment. What? Like, this time yeah. it's not you going behind the couch on top of the table or whatever trying to catch on our phone is like literally being a molten lava temperature on your palm because you're trying to collect this. Speaking of going places uh, and doing weird things when you're playing Pokemon Go, we had so many people at Disney accidentally walk backstage when they're playing Pokemon Go. Oh, oh no. And the cast members are like, um, and they're like, oh shoot, I'm so sorry. And we're just like, oh, yeah, you playing Pokemon Go? They're like, yeah. <laughs> it was the best way to kill the time. You're like you're like okay, that's a minute wait time before I go down. You know, um, Splash Mountain an hour. You break out your Pokemon Go. And you're like, oh hell yeah, there's two gyms nearby. Oh yeah. So you you know you start tossing out the berries, and all of a sudden you know you're catching Pokemon Go, and then you see other people start popping up their phones and do the same exact thing. Oh yeah. It, it was ha- so much fun. It happens so often, especially um, at Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a backstage entrance um, <sighs> where the trolley station is. Because mm-hmm. that's how we get backstage to let the trolley in and out. And there oh. be so many times where someone just... There's, like, people, like, hanging out by the, uh, by the off, you know, offstage entrance and stuff like that. And we're just like, are you guys playing Pokemon Go? They're like, yeah. This is, this is as close as we can get to the Guardians without being in the queue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I'm like, we don't want to ride the ride, but we want to get the Pokestop and the gym and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And of course, Disney's like, hey, you've already paid your ticket to get in, so. <laughs> or you're here, you're going to buy something. <laughs> so it's, it's just so funny, like, how often we would see people accidentally walk backstage without realizing because they're trying to get to the focus shop and they aren't looking up from their phones seeing the it signs. was an issue yeah. <laughs> it was an issue too like people like i mean that's why we have that little warning because yeah people have walked in the traffic and um there was oh, yeah. i guess some people that i mean i think in california maybe two kids mm-hmm. that like walked off a cliff or something <gasps> and paying attention. oh no oh, yeah. yeah i've heard some like accidents of stats happening yeah okay. so i mean it, it happens and then there's that infinite <laughs> the infamous uh police camera footage uh of the guy that literally sideswipes a, a parked police car because he was playing Pokemon Go while driving. And literally, oh, no. as he walk over to him, he has the phone in his hand and he holds it up and there's Pokemon. Oh my god. They're, back when it first came out, when people were driving like real slow in like the, the oh, right yeah. lane, you could tell they were they were trying to count their steps or get like a Pokestop. Like you just okay. you knew. Yeah. You're like, you're playing Pokemon mm-hmm. Go or your passenger's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You'd see them pull into like the back of like a library parking lot, and then like stay there for a minute, and then drive away. You knew they were playing Pokemon Go in 2016. We just accepted that this isn't weird anymore. These random cars pulling in—they're just playing Pokemon. I I I have to be to say I was one of those cars who just pull in and then leave. 
you know because especially it was like a gym never i always got out and acted like i was going somewhere (laughs) well i'm in like suburbia so it's really hard and then sometimes some of these water towers that are like in middle neighborhoods you know i was just really glad at the time i wasn't driving a a white van like excuse me ma'am what are you doing like you're like knocking on the window ma'am hold on hold on they're like oh one of them in the back it's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like hold on hold on you know like they see their phone oh never mind it's one of them (laughs) (laughs) she's not gonna hear to kidnap anyone but that pikachu y'all are safe well and that's (laughs) thing if you think the cops didn't play pokemon go let me tell you okay oh they did yeah, Dude, there was so federal- many that I would run into at like the store or at the parks or something, and like they got the freaking game going on their personal phone. <laughs> oh my god, my ex husband, who is a hardcore, straight up federal agent, you know, just can't crack a smile. He'll eat a slice of pizza over a dead body. Um, I, I wish I was kidding, but he's not. I'm not. <laughs> he dove head first into playing Pokemon Go. After, no way. Yeah, so I got my eldest and I, we were doing it with her little sister and my family. And then she was like, Mom, do you think dad would like this? I'm like, if you get him to play this, that would be pretty amazing. Sure enough, he was hooked. Oh, my he was God. like, yes. He was like hitting that like on his belt as he was walking, doing like some <laughs> stuff like that. And like, you know, put it on quiet. Like he was like, I have six eggs to hatch. And he like, I later find out from him because we were on good terms that not only he was doing it in his own, there were three other federal doing the same exact thing. Oh like, just, my gosh. So yes, your local federal, like law enforcement, they may be hardcore like scary looking individuals I and mean, let me tell you they probably have a pokemon go story the oh, pentagon it became a thing uh, in the pentagon think, they had to, they had to interfere so mm-hmm. <laughs> i've never seen i've never run into a police officer while uh while playing pokemon go i have while uh geocaching though oh, <laughs> oh my really? it was That's so if a completely side note this story is really funny we were geocaching and these cops rolled up and they were like what are you guys doing and we're like we're geocaching. Well, you know, we explained it. We're like, we're trying to find a geocache. It's somewhere over here. And they had a canine with them. And they were like, oh, they were like, we can help you find it. This is going to be so much fun. This is so cool. Oh my God. And they started oh geocaching with us and looking for this cache. So they brought the dog out and they had him sniffing. Uh-huh. Like they had us like stand off to the side so he wouldn't like, you know, uh, get our scents mixed up or anything like that. And so he was right. looking for it and he, the dog found the geocache. Oh, <laughs> we were like, that's oh amazing. I mean, that's a win-win. You get a little bit of training for the dog. The dog has yeah. a good time. The cop, I mean, that's amazing. And the cops were like, this is so cool. They uh, Before they left, they were like, what is this called again? I was like, geocaching. Like, you know, there is like, as a whole app thing for it and everything like that. He goes, mm-hmm. oh, he goes, my kids would love this. I think I'm going to start doing this with them. We're like, do it. Yes. Do it. Oh my gosh. Geocaching <laughs> is so much fun. I remember like spending weekends, like making like little, like, painted rocks or something like that because like it's like one of those take take something leave something behind sometimes if you're lucky if, if you're able to yeah i have it a whole like, bag for geocaching of little nick right same here so like if you're like a former scout swaps okay that's what you were doing you were swapping stuff 
like stickers or little tokens. Yeah. Oh, oh that brings back. That, that was fun. All right. So anyway, back to Pokemon yes. Go. <laughs> more Pokemon Go is kind of like a digital geo caching, right? Like yeah. there's a swap. Like you're just yeah. You're you're honestly though. Have they? I feel like they maybe did this for a promo or something. Like hide real world objects that you can scan into the game. There was actually um, in Japan and a couple of their like major big cities. Okay. They had like a geocache, um, like hide and go seek thing that people actually had to go into towns for these events to find something like a real life, real world prize. Oh, that would be so much fun. They they had oh those. God. Like in the beginning though, in a real hype up this game. Not that it needed any extra help, but this is like peak Pokemon really Go. If it yeah. took off. Yeah. <laughs> and there are um, with geocaching, I know there's certain items that have like a little uh, a code on it. And mm-hmm. it's like you log where this item has been and gone to. So you can pull it up and you can see all the places that this particular item has traveled. <gasps> And it's kind of like, like that, like oh, it's kind of like those. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, sorry, Sully, but um, anyone see like like on your dollar bill or your five dollar bills track to see where I've gone? Yeah, oh, it was like no. one of those. Okay, it yeah, was, oh, okay. it was so cool. I, I want to say it was a, a little fish thing that we found, and it oh, had cool. one of those on it, and it was really cool to see where it it had been. And so, you know, we uh, we added, you know, hey, we found this here. And then, you know, uh, we go and leave it somewhere else. And then someone else, you know, is like, oh, I found this here. And it had traveled. I think this particular fish had traveled from, I want to say, Maine all the way to the West oh. Coast. And I was like, oh, my God, look at you traveling wow. cross country. <laughs> Dang. I was like, oh, man, I was like, next time I go to another country, I might just, you know, do that. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> this item has been started in the States. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they would do that in like Europe or somewhere. I bet they probably do. Oh, yeah. They probably do. Yeah. Oh, speaking of traveling, though, for uh, the Pokemon Go Fest, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the first one was a catastrophe in Chicago. Do you guys remember that one? I read about it, but I don't remember clearly. I remember watching YouTube videos about it because there was a few YouTube channels that spawned of like these diehard Pokemon Go players. And they went to the Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago. I think it was in 2017. Um, And it was supposed to be this huge event. Niantic was there. There was obviously a huge turnout for it. But the essentially what happened is the network for like every type of internet service, cell service, Wi-Fi, just crashed in that area because of how many people there were. Wow. <laughs> and so they weren't able to connect to the game. The game was having issues. Uh, they ended up issuing full refunds and they gave everybody that attended a hundred dollar credit to the to the Pokemon Go game. Oh my gosh. Um, but of course some people had paid hundreds or you know a thousand or more dollars to fly to Mm. chicago for this event um so it was a really big deal and i remember for a little while like there was a lot of uh, people that were upset about it um but and there was definitely some chaos like there was uh like not like uh you know massive 
casualties or anything like recent concert events that we've had lately uh, but there was definitely some like fences toppled over and tramplings because people oh my were gosh. Like, furious that this wasn't working <laughs> oh wow so i think after that they fixed it the next year or maybe they skipped it next like that was what 2017 maybe in 2018 or 2019 they did it again and it was a success as far as i know because they had a strong enough you know internet following connection. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah we didn't have a bunch of angry people but um and then in 2020 it was virtual so i think that maybe that's where the post malone thing was it may have been yeah i think was it the pokemon go Fest, right it might have been yeah because it was all virtual last year so oh yeah, yeah. it was i was really cool i tuned in for part of it and i was like look at him like he was all animated and everything like that and i was like oh my god and like <laughs> he's like you know going to like these different different zones like you know fire pokemon and stuff like that and i was just like oh my god this is so cool <laughs> it, it's amazing is it, it was a really cool I, I saw little bits of it it was very very cool but, oh man so yeah pokemon go still still going <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> right. Stop. Mobile <laughs> games. I'm telling you, we can't we can't like look over these games because no, the mobile can't. game industry is huge, and it honestly reaches more people than any other video game ever has. If you think about it, just because mm -hmm. of accessibility, because it's so easy to get a hold of these. Oh yeah, definitely. Ooh. So so is that it for Pokemon Go? Did did we cover it? Uh, go so. Team Mystic, but yeah. Yeah, yeah Team, yes, Mystic. Team Mystic. I think I'm done rambling. I'm, I love Pokemon <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, it just brings goodness. me happiness. <laughs> right? Like, I, I, that's just like one of the memories that is always going to stick with me of that, that realization, like seeing the first Pokemon on Pokemon Go in the real world yeah. with the VR because it was automatically set to turn on. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Mm. Did we just lose Josh? Okay, I was like, it goes. No, okay. no, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm looking for my notes. I don't think I have anything else to say about the game other than. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows a billion people have downloaded this. So, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> or at least tried it for like a little bit before they realized maybe this is me or yeah. maybe my phone isn't powerful enough. But it's been a couple of years now, like almost seven. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure your phone could probably handle it. Unless, of course, you have a flip phone. Then maybe not. Well, I don't know. The new Galaxy Flip is pretty amazing. I really want one. Oh, you're really nostalgic, though. So I, I totally yeah. see why. I can play Pokemon <laughs> Go on a flip smartphone. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are we going to cover next week or next episode? I, yeah, I think next we're episode. back to you, Scully. Yeah. Ooh, I mm -hmm. honestly, for next episode, I think since it's the we're we're in the month of December, I mean mm -hmm. we're, we're currently recording in November, but when this comes, <laughs> when you hear this episode, it'll be December. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Child of Light. <gasps> you love that game so I much, love it yeah. so much, <laughs> and it's like I think it's perfect because it's such a beautiful like visually poetic game yes. mm -hmm. oh perfect for the holiday i am <laughs> i am definitely down for that yes 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 i'm pulling it up now too it's like oh god yeah it's such oh. a beautiful game right and it's like it's a it's almost a watercolor and that's the entire mm -hmm. gameplay too and i was like oh 
Like the colors just kind of bleed into each other sometimes. And I'm like, oh, this is so pretty. Right, yeah. And everything is in like, you know, a, a rhyme. So it's everything is like literally a poem. All of the character interactions and there's even one of the characters who doesn't rhyme and everyone's just like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> she, like, like she, she says a different word that, you know, she'll like say one line and the last word always rhymes with the last word of the second line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she gets to that second line last word and she uses a synonym of that of a word that would rhyme. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's really clever. <laughs> but yeah, so child of light. Like I already had this one in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean perfect. I I'm 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 down for it. I'm down for yeah, it. Yeah, that's it's like a It's such game. a pretty no, it's so pretty and oh, yes. And I know it's like one of your top favorites, because I remember you actually streaming this like back in your early days before like all your other streams came in. So seventy yeah. percent off on Steam right now. It's oh, five dollars. Yeah. No, four fifty. You oh, should get God. it. Uh, the soundtrack and the score is amazing, but I'll divulge again. Oh, yeah. Music for me. That's where I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the entire game is absolutely amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. So, yeah I can't wait then. Next uh, episode. Yay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, socials. Um, you guys are looking for our socials. You can find the podcast. Uh, Balance Pixels on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, but really, you shouldn't. <laughs> we aren't using Facebook. What? <laughs> it's, it's just there as a landing page to be like, hey, we exist. Now go here's somewhere links. else. Yeah, here's, here's <laughs> links. <laughs> um, but Josh, where can folks find you? Uh, they can find me at grestiodos.com has links to all my socials, which actually probably when this launches too, my socials are going to be a little quiet, taking a little bit of a social break for the next mm. few weeks, you know, vacation time and stuff. Yay. So, um, yeah, but uh, it'll be fired back up shortly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Cause I really miss, uh, I really love seeing your, um, Vika and like from uh, cyberpunk. So yeah, I have been uploading, um, what I, I think I have six videos uploaded now walking tours of cyberpunk and now Red Dead and soon Skyrim. <gasps> you have Red Dead ones? I do. Okay, like this what? is what and you have a shirt. Yeah, I I it's on my it's in the link, restiodos.com, go to the YouTube link. And I've got a couple uh a uh, couple videos up there. You inspired me to do the one on Karat on my Far Cry 4 um page. Oh like really? The, oh yeah, I did one um, just recently uh, for Far Cry 4 because that's where I'm currently am right now. I'm the, high in the Himalayas, and I was like walking through the city. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do what Josh is doing. Josh inspired me, though yours is yeah. always so much better because you're on PC. But I walked into <laughs> the little like this little mountain town where like NPCs were saying the Maste, that you know the music was being played. I'm like. I am channeling Josh. 
It was so, so awesome. I'm yeah. checking that out like as soon as we're done. <laughs> and so, oh my God. But yeah, okay. Sorry, I, I guys, you guys really have to check him out and all his walkthroughs and his playlist. Man yes. has playlist on Spotify. Oh, I still add him. I love him. This one needs to be refreshed though. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good segue. Tris, where can folks find you to see some of yeah. your stuff? So uh, right now, y'all can find me on Instagram at Trizzle underscore plays. From there, you can find my link tree that will direct you wherever you want, way you want to message me. I will typically reply within 24 hours. I'm usually either chasing down people for Atomic Stop or chasing down cryptids or somewhere in other remote locations taking over a government. So um, <laughs> you can find me there. <laughs> uh, again, my link score is in my Instagram. Yeah. Sorry. Instagram. She's cutting out. And <laughs> Scully's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So you can find uh, me on scullyfeast.com. And then there's also a Scully's link page on there, which gives you all the links to all the things and all the doodads. And if you're... Oh, also, if you're a streamer and you're looking for some holiday, uh, you know, overlays and transitions and borders and stuff like that, uh, my Ko-Fi store has like four free uh, packs, so yeah, they're free. Enjoy. Happy holidays. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, though. Very cool. Yeah. So you can find the link to my Ko-Fi on my website. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's it for this episode, guys. Yay! Oh, yay! I can't wait for Child of Light! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Thanks either. I'm going to watch some Let's Plays of it, too. I might, Do I it. For, for four bucks, I might just buy it, too. I don't know when I'll play it, but I'll get it. Honestly, I might make you. I might make the uh, the Child of Light episode a video one for Spotify. There you go. So people oh. can actually see the gameplay while we're talking about it. I'll and record Josh. <laughs> You are taking some time off of social media, and this is actually a really uh, a good time to catch up on a lot of games people want to do. I mean, that's what I did last week. I was laying really low, and I got to play a lot of games, finish reading books. So yeah, now you can play. You can true. play Child of Light. Yeah, I know that. True, I I know. And there's there's a couple other games that I've gotten on Steam sales. You know, when they're like four or five bucks, you just keep buying them. <laughs> So I might I might have to. Although Skyrim sucked me back in because uh, I yes. got the free PS5 update. So. Same here. Oh, oh my god, <gasps> I need. Wait, Tris, did you get your PS5? No. Oh no. Oh no. I'm really sad about that. Um, I got my money back, but I'm just I'm back on the on the slog train. And again, I got my exclusive invitation to get a PS5. And by the time I got my line. Loud again, Tris, you cut out oh. real bad there. Yeah. That's so weird. Maybe because I'm not close enough to the mic. I don't know. Oh well, you will get your PS5. I will get it one day. Okay. Yes, there's a, will, <laughs> there's a way. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm hoping everybody can get their PS5s very soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but yeah, guys. So we'll we'll see you guys uh, next episode. See you next Yay. time. See Bye. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Balanced Pixels. Our podcast logo was designed by Josh. 
Our intro is written by Josh Scully and Trizzle. Our intro voiceover was recorded by Kevin Chenard. Our audio editing is done by Scully. Each of our episodes are outlined by Josh Scully and Trizzle. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our listeners. We'll see you all next episode!